0: Murphys Bedtime Stories, Murphys. Chapter 9. Who wants to say Chapter 9? Me. Ahead, say, Me. It. Ahead, say it. say Me. Chapter, chapter nine. 9. The, stu- the chapter stubby, stubby Family. Chapter 9. Chapter 9. Chapter 9. Good. Chapter nine. I think we're good. Chapter 9. Chapter 9. All right, that's enough. Chapter the Stubby speck Family. Hey, guys. The Stubby, the Stubby family, the uh, no, the Stubby Speck family lived in the lowest branch of a giant oak tree. Steps, steps had been cut into the bark of the great tree and they went around and around the trunk until they came to the lowest branch. The stairway looked like part of the tree. Littles did not even see the stairs until Mr. Speck pointed them out. The Littles followed their new friend up the long stairway. My great-great-granddaddy dug out our eight rooms in this tree many years ago, said Mr. Speck. Tom pointed to the lowest branch. What's that, he said. What are those round shiny things in the tree? They are my windows, son, said Mr. Speck. I made them myself from the bottoms of bottles that floated into the woods on the brook. Wonderful, said Mr. Little. Mr. Speck spoke again. The box shutters are made so they'll swing shut to hide the windows. He said, "Sometimes Henry Big and his friends climb on our tree. When they do, we just shut everything up tight and wait for the boys to go away." The little, the later, the littles, and the Specks had lunch in the largest room in the tree. Sunlight Which streamed. Tree? What tree? The Speck tree. They live in the tree. Did you hear that? Any of that? Yeah. They live in a tree, and there's stairs going up the around and around the trunk till it gets to the lowest branch, and that's how you go in. Uh, they had lunch in the largest room in the tree. Sunlight streamed through the colored bottle windows. A long oak bottle table. Windows? Yeah, the bot like the bottom of um glass bottles they use for windows. How do we do it? Um. A long oak table grew right out of the floor. It was part of the living tree. The table was covered with good things to eat in a wo- in wooden dishes. There was mushroom pie, dandelion green salad. Who was asking what they eat? Was that you, Miriam? Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, what do they
0: eat? Mushroom pie, dandelion green salad, sassafras tea, sweetened with honey, and blackberries for dessert. And if you think about it, they don't actually need a whole lot to eat. Like, one berry would be huge. That's, like, as big as a pumpkin to them, probably. So, it's... They probably only no, need to find, like... like, six inches. Yeah, well, the tallest little are six inches. That's, like, the size of a pencil. So, the kids are smaller, like, you know, this big. And so, you can imagine, their heads are probably they're the size like, of blueberries. How big? Um... Dad, um, how big? I'm um, as big as what? I was going to say as big as my head, but that's not true at all. The are my fort, um, on, Dad, they came down there. Isn't that fun? The end um, No, actually, I know, like, like, you have done it before, you just don't remember. Lucy and Tom, Tom and Lucy that, sat do? at one end oh, of the table. Tom and Lucy sat at one end of the table with the Speck's two daughters. The oldest girl, Annie, was a year older than Tom Little. Wait, how Tom, old is Tom. I don't know. Tom The soon, youngest or oldest? The oldest girl. Annie was a year older than Tom Little. Tom soon found out that How old is Tom? I don't know. He soon found out that Annie not didn't know anything. Not. She wanted to know all about Henry Big. She had seen Henry and his friends playing in the woods from time to time. Whatever Tom answered one of their questions, she asked another, did Henry have a sister? What was his room like? How tall was he really? Finally, Tom said, we don't watch the bigs all the time. We littles have lives of our own. The youngest spec girl, Janie, was Lucy Little's age exactly they quickly became best friends for life oh you're so lucky lucy whispered to janie having a sister i think you're lucky having a brother janie whispered back they both went into a fit of giggling mrs little was delighted uncle pete spoke mr speck i'm astounded by you people in this place of yours astounded said mr speck what do you mean why, well, you people live here in the woods winter and summer, said Uncle Pete. As far as I can see, you don't get any help from anyone. I've been wondering myself, said Mr. Little, how you get along by yourselves. We depend on the bigs for so many things. Of course, we help them, too. We do the electrical repair work in the walls, and we keep the outside water pipes from freezing during the winter, Mr. Little smiled. I suppose the littles and the bigs sort of help each other. But you specs get no help from anyone. How do you do it? I never gave it much thought, said Mr. Speck. I suppose we do it because we have to. He turned to his wife. How do we do it, Mrs. Speck? Mrs. Speck? <laughs> he calls her Mrs. Speck, yes. <laughs> I think you're right as usual, Mr. Speck, said Mrs. Speck. We do it because we have to. Mr. Speck nodded. Smart woman, he said. Why do I said. have Um... Why do they have, like, because he was wearing a cowboy hat, so I'm trying to do, like, a cowboy it, southern accent. What was it wearing, a hat? Oh, I don't know. In the one picture he was. We have to work hard, Mrs. Speck went on. There's always winter coming on in the woods. Even in the spring, said Mr. Speck, we're thinking about the next winter. How we've got to do this or how we've got to do that before next winter? There's always plenty to do, even for the youngsters, said Mrs. Speck. But we Specks are strong. We love to work. There's one thing that makes everything work out fine, said Mr. Speck. And I think, no, I know it's the most important thing. Mrs. Speck rapped on the table with her spoon. That means hit the table. Attention, everyone, she said. Mr. Speck is talking about something important. I think I know what it is, and I want you all to hear it. Mr. Speck nodded at Mrs. Speck. Thank you, Mrs. Speck. As I was saying, there's no question in my mind but that the most important thing is. He looked around the table. Mrs. Speck's cooking. My wife is a great cook. Everyone laughed. There were shouts of yes, yes, agreed. Stubby Speck held up his hand. I wish you all wouldn't laugh about such a serious thing as cooking, he said. With the good Mrs. Speck's cooking in me, I can do anything. And I mean anything. The Littles and the Specs talked for two hours. Even though the two families had never met before, they had much to tell each other. And in fact, they didn't even know the others existed. Wait, Dad. Um, did they, um... The uh, yeah. Yep. Why did they have tails? Uh, I don't know. they people. Yeah, but the... Th- the Littles think the same thing about the big people. Like why don't they have those? How do you spell sex? Uh S P E C K. Uh, um, after a while the specs knew something of what it was like to live in the house. Right, so you know how to spell, like, to and I last time I've never seen it spell out I just spelled it I just spelled it Uh let's see. And the little sir, cer- uh The Specks knew something of what it was like to live in a house, and the Littles heard and saw for themselves what living in the woods was like. I'm wondering, said Mr. Little, why we've never heard there were tiny people living in the woods. You never got told, that's why, said Mr. Speck. My great-great-granddaddy used to live in a house just like you folks, but he had two of them burned down over his head. The last time he just got up and walked into the woods and never came back. You told us there were other families living in the woods, said Mr. Little. How do they get here? Mm Kind of the same way, said Mr. Speck. Every now and then, a tiny family just gets tired of living with big people. There must be something in tinies that makes them head for the woods when they get tired of house living. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a new family of tinies coming to the woods in sixty years, said Missus Speck. She smiled at her guests. House living must be getting better. Finally, it was time to leave. Mr. Speck woke up his skunk and he and the skunk would take the Littles down the path as far as the brook. That's close to the big people's house, he said. If you follow the brook the short distance to the road, you can cross over on the bridge. Mr. Speck shook his head. I won't take you to the road because someone might shoot at my skunk. Some crazy big people will shoot at anything that moves. Mr. Speck went into the woods and found Granny Littles knitted baskets. He helped Mrs. Mister Little strap them on the skunk. Do do uh, whenever Hildy ran into the woods, they mm-hmm. came off. Or no, no, no. Henry was coming to get his cat because Hildy was hurt. Hildy the cat, yeah. and they hurried up and they got the pack, the baskets off, because they didn't want Tom to find, or uh, they didn't want Henry to find the baskets. Uh, he helped Granny Little strap them on. He helped Mister Little. He helped. He helped Mr. Little strap them on the skunk. Granny and Mrs. Little would ride in the baskets again. The Specs and the Littles said their goodbyes. Each family said it would never forget the other. Each promised it would come and visit. Granny Little and Mrs. Little got into their baskets. The rest of the Littles climbed up onto the skunk's broad back. Stubby Specs said something in the skunk's ear. and The animal walked slowly off through the underbrush. The two families waved until they were out of sight. Mr. Speck pointed out the interesting things to look at on the trip. The last of the day... Wait, Mr. Speck did? Yeah, because Mr. Speck's riding the skunk. He's he's dri- driving the skunk. Home? What? Home? No, they're going to... He's taking them to the brook. The, a brook is a creek, basically. I know what a brook is. Uh, and they're going to go, go right there? from the brook. They're going to go across the bridge to the small cell. So they're still going to go to the um, the meeting. Uh, let's see. The last of the daylilies were in bloom. They were like bright orange lights in the sunny places of the woods. A maple tree was the home of another tiny family. Animals got out of the way quickly when they saw the skunk. They came to the brook. It was about four feet wide and ten inches deep. The water moved swiftly. That means quickly. The littles could see the bridge through the trees. Cross at the bridge, said Stubby Speck, and you won't have to cross here and get wet. Mr. Speck, said Granny Little, will you keep the knitted baskets as a present from us? I sure will, ma'am. Thank you kindly, said Mr. Speck. My missus will love those baskets. Old skunk waddles a bit too much for her. She has a hard time staying on them. The Littles thanked Mr. Speck. Everyone shook his hand. Mr. Speck took off his hat and bowed. Then he mounted his skunk, and in a few minutes, he was out of sight. That's the end of the chapter. Any thoughts?